0: Welcome to another episode of the Create Smarter Podcast. My name is Marissa Uluski and I am here with Phil and Kyle. We are here today to talk about end of the year content creation and marketing techniques. Tis the time of year, tis the season. So I wanted to start out the conversation by asking what do you guys like? What do you like seeing from brands? What do you not like? Like, What what are we gonna see at the end of the year um, that brands are gonna be posting?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
2: It's so tricky, I mean you think about Like especially with consumer stuff, like most of the time it's deals. It's like 10% off, 50% off, Black Friday, extended, get your order in now. So it's always kind of tricky of what marketing is, especially when it comes to B2C or B2B. B2B, I think there's a lot of cool things that we can do. And I think that's more where we want to focus this conversation. But it's always like it's hard to realize what breaks through the noise, especially during the holidays, right?
1: Yeah, and you see it with the trends. I know there's one specifically that you want to talk about, Marissa, but another one that comes to mind for me. Is one that like used to prop up organically and i don't know where it even came from but it's like the instagram top nine and it used to be like the app that you could generate like oh these were the top nine most liked photos of my year and it's like the whole point of that is like looking back and it's like feeding into your own ego of like this is what i did this year um and there's like a lot of vanity involved but it's also i think what makes end of year marketing really effective you know if you talk about the consumer stuff but also we can talk about the B2B side as well is just a reminder of why that platform or that product was something that you enjoyed using. Um, so with like the Instagram top nine, it's like, oh, I really liked sharing all these photos of my family and my travel and my friends, you know, with, with the world. Um, and, you know, when it's a sale or something like that, it's similar to say, oh, I really enjoyed that product earlier this year. Maybe I will get another one for a family or friend, <laughs> right? So when it's a sales thing, it fits that way. But I think the most effective year-end marketing is – Um, tied to the idea of reminding people why they either enjoyed that product throughout the course of the year or what they missed out on by not using it as much.
0: Yeah, I think this time of year is like everything plays on the nostalgia factor like you know oh let me take a walk down memory lane and look back at the past year and like oh I forgot this was this year oh my gosh so like especially when it comes to you know people in their personal posts they like to see like what happened this year um but kind of for posts in general and social trends that you kind of see happening how do you kind of break through the noise of all of the year end content because everybody's going to be doing it that's kind of how you fill your social channels towards the end of the year is creating all those um, all those numbers and graphics and stuff like that. So,
2: I mean, just to kind of hint on what you were saying. It's a, it's a great opportunity to show that you're a good actor when it comes to your client or a prospects' data, right? That's one of the ones that you're really referring to. Is like, hey, I've gathered this data. Like you're saying, it's a nostalgia moment. It's time to remember, especially this when most of the people are like. End of the year. What happened in 2023? So utilizing data is a brilliant way, especially if you're showing, like, hey, we're doing a good job with your data. We're protecting it. We're showing sort of the cool tentpole events that we've gone through. Here's some really interesting numbers of either projects we've done, places we've been to. Like, that's a really cool way to stand out and try to break through the noise of, like, hey, we're using your data. And as a client, you're like, oh, wow, like, they are collecting data. They are paying attention to stuff. And that's really cool to see, like, vendors that I partner with doing really cool things.
1: I think it ties back to something that we talk about for any concentrated campaign, whether it's a day of giving or a commencement or anything where you want to cut through the noise, and that's um, leveraging real people and second-level influencers. So it's how do I get the users and the people who are you know going to touch their own networks to post about this, right? So in the case of like a giving day, we talk about... We're going to work with, you know, at at colleges and universities, we're going to work with, you know, people who have their own big followings in the audience we want to get to. And for them, that's clubs and organizations and athletics teams and things like that. So when you talk about end of the year campaigns for, you know, consumer brands, it's how do we get people with their own big followings to take something that we're creating and amplify it on their own channels, as opposed to us being responsible for reaching everybody from our own channel um and i think that influencer marketing um is going to just become bigger and bigger and sometimes depending on you know your user base and who your brand is um for b2b it might be more of a one-to-one ask hey you know i i our biggest client this is the project we did we want to tag them or provide them something that they can post that says look what we did you know on our projects in 2023 we want to share it with the world whereas when it's a consumer brand it's like can we get everybody on this platform to post this year-end wrap-up so in both cases it's leveraging the second level network and building that trust of people beyond your brand account to say hey, these are other people who, you know, enjoyed the platform this year, enjoyed the product this year. Don't take it from us, take it from them.
0: Yeah, I think it's also a matter of like, people like to see themselves in these things. Oh, what do you say? Yeah, like a (laughs) little egotistical that way, but it's like, you know, if brands are posting, oh, this is how you made us successful Mm -hmm. um, this year. Like, you played a part in this. I think that kind of plays into like, the shareability factor and like, you know, people can point to it and be like, oh, like we helped make this happen, all that stuff. Um, Just to jump on that real quick, I
1: think is specifically true for like a nonprofit or you know an organization that's accepting donations that's sure. going to play really well at the end of the year here's the impact statement from this year here's how you helped us help all these you know sick people or help you know help save all these dogs or help you know combat hunger whatever it is um here's how you were a part of that and of course if i donated to that organization i'd be like hell yeah i want to tell people about that there's a reason i gave to it i care about it let me tell people so that they know that I did it, but also that hopefully they jump on board and do it too. So what you just described, I think is like especially important and hopefully relatively simple for a nonprofit to do, um, especially if you've been collecting impact stories, you know, throughout the course of the year.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I think one of the big things that comes to mind when we talk about end of year marketing and Making the marketing about people themselves is Spotify Wrapped. Oh yeah, I think that the goat, the goat. I think that is like started like 2015, <laughs> 16, something like that, and everybody loves it. Come the end of the year, like that's the one thing that I love when people share their Spotify Wrapped. <coughs> I actually want to see it mm-hmm. from other people. Why do you guys think it works so well?
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, we were in the room, and the day it came out. You immediately were like, Spotify Wrapped right came out. I think everyone in our little edit base stopped to pull up theirs <laughs> and see what it is. They're brilliant. I mean, the way they utilize the data, they're good actors in that sense because they come up with little things that you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm a peris- like I'm a perennial like persuader." <laughs> yeah, like, like what's all these your, what's your listening personality? Do. Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. they're pretty smart of like little ways that you glom on and like they they kind of go against that. Uh, is it the ego or the id? What's one of the one? They do whatever is like in your brain of like, "Oh yeah, I'm this. This totally yeah, does yeah, yeah, me." I think I that's id. What we've yeah. seen the whole like they totally got me and they're like, "Oh yeah, no Dutch." You're of course they you, got you. Yeah. yeah they know exactly what you oh, listen they nailed,
1: to they nailed it yeah they nailed it you, <laughs> they're collecting you your data the data yeah, yeah. but I, I don't i mean you talked you mentioned it it's like it's this thing of like i you kind of want to like what you listen to on a daily basis is like so much about you as a person it like says so much about your personality and like your trend so in our case kyle i know the same is true for you as it is for me <laughs> so much of it is like kids music yeah and that just like sums up so much of your last year and it's like a warm feeling of like oh my god my life is so much different and isn't it like oh i'm complaining because it's all songs from moana but it's sweet and it makes me think back to like oh every day i'm driving my kid home from school and like we're she's making me blast moana and yelling at me and that's <laughs> like that's like part of your that's so much like a part of your personality and you talk about the nostalgia and it's like you want to share that with people because it's like your story right and so it just works specifically really well for that product and it's the same with like the photos right it's it's your story the, you, you want to talk about it i
2: don't know if you guys saw this but like with podcasts i saw like it turned into this random flex game of i'm in the top zero zero one percent of like this listener i saw mm-hmm. some of that with the artists too especially for taylor sure. swift yeah. was amazing of like how many minutes and hours people put in but yeah. it is also it's it's such an interesting year end rap because like for one hand it's spotify like yeah we're promoting this but on the other hand you're like oh man this show that I listen to or this thing that I like really this genre, this artist, this group that I'm really into like I am the point zero five percent listener group or this type of thing like it is just again I'm Again, like I'm saying it a bunch, but like how well they use data is one of the coolest things about so Spotify good. rap
1: and, and it is, it validates the idea of like I know I'm a big Demi Lovato fan. Like, I know <laughs>
0: <the> biggest <laughs> one of the. I'm office. gonna pride <laughs> myself on that. And I do,
1: and I and it's but it's very validating at the end of the year to be like I I know I listen to a lot, but I'm in the top 0.5 percent of Demi Lovato listeners in the world. Like. Okay, yeah, like I'm gonna tell people because I yeah. love Demi. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to her all the time, and so now I get to like, yeah, see,
0: yeah, you know, that was kind of my thought too. I was like, I expanded the, you know, genres of music I listened to this year, and I was like, this better show up in my Spotify rap. Like I expanded <laughs> what gaming, I listened to. You're gaming the system. Yeah, I the course am. Of the I'm year. like, I'm like, when is it gonna come out? When should I listen to this stuff the most? Um, <laughs> But when you think about it, I I mean, maybe it existed before this, but like I can't even think back to like before Spotify wrapped because I feel like all of the content that comes out now, everybody's kind of doing like a wrapped mm-hmm. type thing. Like even Amazon, I noticed the other day, like if you go to your cart or your account or something, it'll tell you how much you saved with Prime right. and like all that stuff so like Other companies are jumping on this, like, wrapped trend, and I I feel like I started with Spotify. I could be wrong.
1: Well, But but you talk about, like, the why, and, like, for Amazon, the whole point is, like, oh, it's, you know, fast shipping, but it's also, like, their big thing they want to prove to you is, like, yeah, you're getting the best deals by being on Amazon. So that's Mm -hmm. what they're reminding you of. They don't need to be, like, look at everything you purchased. You know, you purchased 24 giant packs of diapers, right? (laughs) That's not as much for them. It's more about, like, oh, man, this was super worth it, right? Whereas for Spotify, it's, like, Oh cool, this is who I am as a person, right? The story of my year. But they're both, you know, effective and that you look at Amazon and you're like, okay, yeah, great. It's worth that hundred and nine dollars a year or whatever it is to be yeah, a prime exactly. member. You
2: know? I feel like a lot of streaming services wanna be able to do what Spotify does, but sometimes you're like it just reminds you like, Oh, I'm not really using not that. Using Why am I paying this, yeah. for this yeah. right now? I don't really get that much out of it. So like I could see it also backfiring at some points mm-hmm. where you're like, Oh man, like that's why you gotta be smart with how you're displaying this and like tricking the <laughs> your user almost in the sense of like, oh yeah, no, I'm really into this stuff, even though like, oh man, you log on, like you are in this bottom tier of how many people are using the streaming platform.
1: Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a good point. I think it's about playing to your strengths, right, of like, mm-hmm. um, and that's like when you're a B2C company, more of that like audience of one thing, it might not be, Oh, you spent. You know, you worked with us every day of the whole year. But it might be like, hey, look at this one really cool thing we did for you. Please share that back out to remind people. As opposed to, hey, you know, we worked with this company every single day of the year. It's it's more of a quality over quantity thing. Yeah. And for a service that's, you know, a streaming service where maybe the numbers aren't (laughs) as consistent as Spotify, like you have Spotify on every day. You know, it might be more of that like quality over quantity thing where it's like, oh, this show that you loved, like. Relive some of those moments and convincing people to go back and watch it again like that kind of thing so you're spot on there, right? Because it could it could backfire to be like, oh, damn, I haven't watched Apple TV. Um, <laughs> I need to get rid of that, that. <laughs> damn
2: Planet Fitness membership. But I'll say the one thing, like back to your kind of like audience of one thing, I think something you do that's really great with marketing is like your ability to take sort of our outtakes from our stuff. And really, it shows that like us as a team or as a client for, we're a vendor for a lot of our, for all of our clients, right? But showing that we had fun at their stuff, which I think is something that, a lot of clients that we deal with want to see. They do like that we enjoy working with them and we do enjoy working with them. That's how we approach as a partnership. So the way you did it last year, where you had this really cool, like all of our little outtakes and our little like us having fun with that stuff. I think that's an audience of one. I think that's something where your audiences, your clients are watching and be like, oh wow, they did really enjoy my thing. Like it makes them feel special in that yeah. sense because they think of us as like, oh, you guys are broadcasters. You do this all the time. You must not even be phased by any of this stuff. And a lot of times during the shoots, we act very serious, and it's hard to like catch us in that moment of like fun. But I think that is something that they, especially with partnerships, like especially with how, how we approach our kind of our product, that's something that they really like to see. And I think kudos to you of how well you've done that. And I think a lot of people shared it because of that.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good call. The human element of it for services for a services company is really important. Um, I do I do want to go back. I have a question, real quick. <laughs> Would Spotify Wrapped specifically be so effective if they shared your stats with you throughout the course of the year? You talk about gaming the, the system. If throughout the course of the year you were able to access those stats and you knew where you stood on stuff, would it be as effective? Because you can't see your listening stats as far as I know throughout the course of the year.
0: I feel like if you could check in on it throughout the year, first of all, there's not like that waiting for it factor. Like everybody knows around November Thanksgiving-ish is when Spotify wrapped comes out and you wait for that moment and you're like, oh, I wonder what it's gonna look like. I think if you were able to check your stats throughout the year, it would be less of a surprise factor and, like, a you know, really wanting to see it. I think it would be less popular. And I think it would start skewing data because you're like, oh, I actually don't want people to know yeah. that I listen <laughs> to a lot of Harry Styles. I'm going to start listening to something else. Yeah. I think it would be not as authentic and people wouldn't be as excited about it.
1: it. it. It's just interesting because you do think, like, they have the data in real time. Yeah. Like, why mm-hmm. don't they provide it? Is it for, it's water cooler moment. Is it for Wrapped? Like, yeah, it's for Wrapped. Fine? It's
2: for the water cool. It's it's you coming in the office, going, Rap dropped, and everyone's stopping what they're doing. They're going to that product they're talking about. I'm sure the mentions and the amount of awareness that they got during that time. The people left. out. I saw jokes about being like, I w- you you wish you had Spotify Wrapped, but your damn wife got the Apple Pop Music thing, and you don't get any <laughs> yeah, of this yeah, fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like you have a feeling of left out. Like it's all built yeah. around that moment.
1: Well, yeah. you see other brands. Um, I saw like. Um, BU hockey did like a like a BU hockey wrapped and they like, right. you know they take the Spotify like brand and they put in their own thing like oh you know one bean pot 25 game whatever <laughs> and like you see tons of other brands goofing off and copying that and like, for as far as Spotify is concerned that's like the biggest compliment you could possibly receive right like people like. Taking that and running with it, and like making it into a meme, basically, right? It's a cultural so like mm-hmm. meme that I yeah. created
2: that everyone can follow, and they know exactly what they're doing. Like it's amazing by Spotify for how well that whole thing is worked out. And
1: they added a lot to the point of them like saving it and creating it as an event. Like they added elements into it this year that they didn't have before. They had little videos from the artists that you follow, yes. and things like that. They yep. were selling merchandise. They were using it as a vehicle to sell tickets to shows. So like they're definitely using it, like seeing the popularity of it and using it to try to lump other things in there, which is to say, Oh, we're not going to just make this a, um, like a a fun social marketing thing it's also like oh how can we leverage this and make it something that works for us from like a sales standpoint for other things as well and we
2: also sell tickets we do this you Mm -hmm. can do merch you can do all these things i mean yeah it's a brilliant again another just it's brilliant like at the end of the day what they do with that is genius so what can you be doing at the end of the day with your marketing is kind of the question with that
0: yeah i don't know i think like (laughs) that's a that's a big question i'm supposed to be asking you guys questions i don't know Mm. the answer to that um but i wanted to go back to the personalized and human factor of this all. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things to do at the end of the year is to jump on like a TikTok trend of like all the quick hits of pictures and stuff like that throughout the year. One of personally my favorite things to do is go through and look back at all of our fun moments on site at shoots at events and kind of put them all together into one Video with whatever trending sound is around at that time of year, um, and kind of put that out. And I think that's also a ra- really great way to bring everyone down memory lane, but also like kind of insight the nostalgia factor for all of us and the clients that see the fun that we had working on their projects. Now
2: we just got to do the Spotify and try to also introduce the other like productions we did. Like, oh, this was an All Hands production. This was a Media Day production. Yeah. Like, try to help them remember. Oh, wow! Like they're having fun, but wow, I didn't know they did this too. Like, yeah. that's the the winning uh, recipe.
1: Yeah, and I mean. You you're you're kind of like you guys have like kind of joked about it a little but i think that the bottom line is like you know show your show your clients or your user base or whatever just show them some love right and be like hey you helped us have a great year right and how do you do that whether it's through marketing or outreach or you know whatever it is and i think like the biggest thing is like what you know why do what do people love about your product or your platform and how do we remind them of that at the end of the year and show them a little love and make them feel special um the individualization of the Spotify raft is like something you might not quite be able to achieve at scale, depending on how big your user base is and how good your data is. But you can, you know, make your client base feel special and reach out to them and be like, hey, you know, thanks for a great year, right? And I think ultimately it comes down to that of make people feel seen and, you know, remind them that, you know, it's one of those opportunities to reach out to people when you're not asking for something too. Hey, we're giving you something, we're not asking for something. So what it is is even less important than the fact that you're doing it right of just I know we ask for stuff all the time here's just something (laughs) we're giving to you you Mm -hmm. know what I mean
2: yeah I mean at the end of the day right the individual stuff is gifts, like things that you can do are just like the typical marketing. I mean, it's don't forget the face of your father. Put in, send them little gifts, little trinkets, little like, hey, remembering you, thank you for helping us have a great year and like, here's to the next year type of stuff. Did you just stuff. drop a Dark a Tower little did drop a Dark Tower house. reference. I was trying to see if I could sneak it in, but...
0: <laughs> Went over my head. I don't know what's going <laughs> see, on. See, <laughs> I got it.
2: But like, I mean, that's, that's part of like, it's not just like sending gifts to be like, oh, hey, here we go. Like, I'm really good. It, it's the individual effort, right? Like, we're like, you don't have as many people as a Spotify you don't have that many users, that's a really great way to just get in front of your audience, your clients and just remind them, like, hey, we really appreciate everything you did. Here's us giving thanks and giving to you.
1: We know Spotify Wrapped is going to show the audiobooks you were listening to now. It's going to show Dark Tower next year. Uh, I don't have we're Spotify Premium. I have <laughs> oh, Family no. Premium, so I'm ruined. Maybe wrapped is just going to become a premium feature. You'll have to pay more to get wrapped. Awesome. <laughs> I really hope not, <laughs> I but I think
0: not. I would do it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. And that's how you know it works. Pay
1: a dollar to see you wrapped.
0: Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Wow.
1: They would
2: make money. They'd make so much money. They <laughs> <Or> would. <what? Yeah. laughs> okay, cut that from this. Uh, Spotify, don't, yeah, don't listen. don't take that out. Don't, yeah, yeah. Do
0: that. don't do that. Do you guys have a service or a platform that you wish did wrapped for you guys?
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, I'm sure it does it, but, like, the workout stuff, like, with my watch, like, would be yep. kind of cool. But, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, you – I was thinking but about that immediately. You
1: say you're sure it does it. Yeah. I know Strava does it, and uh, that's that's cool. Do you, do you have Strava or no?
2: No, I don't have Strava. I mean, I'm –
1: I iOS yeah Apple no it t- it yeah. all ties together. Strava is like a fitness tracking like an all inclusive fitness tracker yeah. and they do what you're describing right. So at the end of the year you can see I ran this many miles, I biked this much. Like
2: yeah, make yourself feel proud about. What it. What this
1: yeah. says to me is you should be a Strava user if that's something you value. You I'm should sure get on it's Strava. on my watch. <laughs> you know what, it, like
2: my 18 birdies. That's what I want to see how many uh, bogeys did I get. <laughs> how many birdies? I know how many birdies I got. One.
1: That's it <laughs> <laughs> through oh, the entire
2: no. season. More, one more than I got. But like Peloton would be another good one. I know both of us use I think Peloton. They they probably but do do, do it.
1: You say this and it's like you talk about cutting through the clutter. It's not on
2: my phone. It's not something I'm using constantly. Yeah. Like the app works because I'm on my phone. I'm listening to Spotify every single day. Like you say, it's it's a different experience. Like I wonder, I'm trying to think out loud
1: of what it would be. But I mean, I can't. And imagine. that asks the question too of timing. Like. Should you wait till the new year to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because right, right. If you're sending it out now, does it get lost too much? At yeah, because everybody's doing it right.
0: I think that Spotify does it earlier because if they did it any later, it would just be like holiday music would right, kind of right, get right. in there and kind of right. mess with everybody's numbers. So December my wife out. says she's yeah. like,
2: yeah, the reason we d- they do it now is because it's just like, man, you really love Christmas. You're like, no, it's it's right now. Yeah, I'm listening. So we'll
0: to have this. to check around the new year to see if like any of our other things do it, and we just haven't noticed. But that's how you know Spotify Wrapped works, and it's super shareable, so like that's why it's so front and center. Because everybody will share it yeah but.
1: i bet peloton does something similar if they don't they should same with strava they they definitely do something similar and i've and i've u- and i've looked at it before it's really interesting because that's also like um with fitness tracking i think is a huge one for this because it's like You want to see what kind of progress you made, right? And January is the time where you're like, "Oh crap, I got to get back on it," right? So like, that's a that's that's smart. That's a big one.
2: But the difference with that, right, is you Strava. Same with Apple Fitness. You have to start the workout. You have to Mm -hmm. doesn't actively do it. So like, you kind of worry doing the work. Like, what really stands out with Spotify is you like weren't thinking about it because you're just like, "I'm using this. yeah." Like that's the one difference. uh, I'm trying to
1: think what are some of the other ones that would be cool. I know Kindle does something similar. Mm -hmm. um, Talks about, like, your year, and that's, like, how many pages you read, how many hours you read, and that kind of thing. And that's, like, that's a fun one similar to Spotify where it's, like, a passive media consumption. And those work really well, I think, because unlike video streaming services, like, I'm only using one service to read my books. I'm only using one service to listen to my music. Um, Whereas um, with video, I'm using 20 different services, right? So right. like a raft right. for Netflix wouldn't be effective because I'm on, sometimes I'm on Netflix, sometimes you're splitting I'm on your Hulu, time. Yeah. but I'm only listening to music on Spotify. I'm only reading books on You Kindle also
2: don't Google. feel as bad. Like if it was like, congrats, you're in the 0.5% yeah. of like watching television. You're like, oh God, so I how feel, did I, I need to, yeah. to move. It's
0: funny because I was trying to think of the answer uh, for me for that question. And I was like, you know, I really like, hope that some of these don't like i don't wanna know how much chipotle i ordered this <laughs> year like it's probably gonna make me buy less chipotle that's, like they're that's probably a really,
1: that's a really good point yeah though. that's a really good point as you guys
0: are talking about fitness i'm like how much food did i order this, but, this
1: but year no, that might be an example where you don't want to know that yeah right but for chipotle they're big on like sustainability and stuff maybe they'll be like your online orders helped save 20 trees, right? Yeah. Like right. Yeah. There's always a, there's always an angle yeah. when you have the data, right? It's I think just, like
2: Nest does that, where like yeah. you get the email of like, here's how well you did during the year, like with your yeah. home owning and stuff Yeah, like You that. can
1: tell how much we like it by right, the,
2: right. <laughs> the derisive way we talk about it. <laughs> it obviously doesn't work quite as well. Um, I think one thing to go back to is you'd mentioned how it's like shareable Spotify is, which is kind of amazing because it really isn't a great platform for sharing nine times out of 10. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, we talk about we laugh about their whole video podcast and they're like, use us for video. You're like, but you're not a good sharing like platform for yeah. that. So it's fan- it's like so interesting that they really crush it with this one time
0: at the end of the wrapped little story or whatever you click through they give you things that you can I post know. and they offer you options they give different you colors, all different yeah, colors yeah. and different styles so it's like they want you to share it they make it very easy
1: but throughout the course of the whole thing I found myself screenshotting it this is a note yes. for, that, for the developers next year make, <laughs> make, a, make a download button on every well, slot they got fired yeah. after a they screen- made it they, so they did they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's that's, that's a, a whole le- other that's a lesson thing. here though they got all this positive press from wrapped and they did layoffs and like nobody knew right they did wrapped and got all the positive press and sort the, of the layoff I mean, news cycle thing didn't hit them that hard not you know, not they as buried bad, it a little bit so people heard about it people it heard it yeah. people are always can hear about it but they got their you know they got their big bump and all their shares and everybody on the platform you know so yeah it's also an active users thing right if you haven't been on the platform in a little while this is you know, you see everybody yeah. posting wrapped, like, and you get a notification, you're going to go check it out, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, now I'm thinking of what else, what else I want. <laughs> I know, now we got that. What do code. you want?
0: What do you want to know? What are
1: my hopes? What are my dreams? What other wrapped do I want? I don't know. I have to give it more thought. All
0: right. We'll have to do a follow-up. It'd be great
1: if they could do it with work. They just like everything you did at your job just passively gets
2: like <laughs> this. Is how many hours you spent like doing Wordle? You're like, okay, ignore that. Yeah, politics. how many hours you editing. spend playing
0: <laughs> um, small basketball in the in the <laughs> lunchroom?
1: You want us to put like a how data tracker on everyone's computers? This is how many hours you spent on the New York Times mini. This <laughs> <Just laughs> makes the one on what like the end of year.
2: You're like, this is what I did. Here's the data. I have to write oh, up this. Oh man, I don't know. You gonna want to see that. Oh, I'm throwing ChatGPT at our. I do not. I do not
0: want to see that. <laughs> Anyways, I think that wraps up our wrapped conversation. oh Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time on the Create Sparner podcast, we are Marissa, Phil, and Kyle. See you next time.